0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howe. And this is Notorious by Chance. Where we come and talk anything and everything going on. It used to be all things movies, but now it's just... Well, it's still all things movies and TV and streaming and all that good stuff. But now it's just anything we can get our hands on. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how, how true this is. Yeah, we're, 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 both, we're both still fine. We're okay. I mean, I think so. You're okay, right, Russell?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm as good as can be, and I, I think I'm pretty sure you're as good as can be. Oh, yeah. Try to make the best of it, you
0: know? Okay. So, yeah, cool. We are, now that we're still kosher, we can get into our regular stuff. First of which is our rapidly shrinking trailer talk. We only got two this week. I assume we'll have two for the, for, the, yeah, for the foreseeable future, but at least there are quality trailers across the board. First one is for a Netflix film called Extraction. Uh, extraction is a Netflix movie starring Chris Hemsworth. is produced and written by the Russo brothers. Okay, produced by both, written only by I think Joe. And this one is about Chris Hemsworth, who's a badass military guy, who's tasked with the extraction. Uh, he's talked to the extraction uh, uh, to ki- to you know rescue a kidnapped son of an imprisoned crime lord. Uh, along with him, co-stars uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things and a Bunch of other actors. I'm just assuming are big in uh, India, where I believe this is taking place, or Middle East. Don't call me, don't call me a racist. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> it's directed. now The director of this movie is uh, Sam Hargrave. His first directorial feature, and he's someone who the rufus kind of have a habit, at least now, of doing this, where they're like, "Hey, if you have a project and you're like one of our collaborators, we'll 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 help you out." Because they did this with Twenty One Bridges, that was directed by. Oh, but by one of their guys, I think like, uh, I'm I'm not sure what he did on any of their movies, but I'm I'm assuming he they were were friends, and also Jackie Bozman in that film and wanted to help his help brother out, uh, and yeah, this guy worked on stunts for a lot of uh, a lot of other uh, the Russo movies, including both Avengers films, Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier, and uh, yeah, it's a good vehicle for Hemsworth, who outside of the MCU, man, this guy's really struggled. And I like Hemsworth as an actor, I really do. But yeah, yeah, he, I'm, he's, yeah. yeah. A, outside of Thor, he's really, really struggled to, you know, make a career for himself. Will this be the turnaround, Russell? What do you think of the trailer for Extraction?
1: I mean, it's a. It looks like a fun action film. I mean, uh, it can't be any worse than I didn't really like that Twelve Strong. I think he was in. Is it called Twelve Strong? Oh, the, I believe
0: the, the Horse Soldiers movie.
1: Yeah, I just I wasn't. Yeah, kind of what you're, you're saying. Like even. Like, Cabin in the Woods was obviously before he came to, uh, you know, obviously the MCU fame and fandom and all that stuff. But it came out – didn't it come out after Thor had come out, I believe? Which one? Cabin in the Woods. Yeah.
0: Uh, Cabin in the Woods. It did. It was the year year after. I believe it was the same month as the uh, the first Avengers film.
1: Yeah. So – I mean, if you're going to count that, I mean, he's not really well, I a mean, lead in but,
0: that but, film. And then remember that like, I think we talked about it in our review. Like, he actually helped sell that movie because that was actually shot, like, way back in, like, 2011, 2010. And yeah, it was before he was a nobody. Yeah, he yeah. was a nobody. And then, you know, oh, like, Joss Whedon and Chris Endler are huge right now. Oh, we had this movie sitting on the shelf. We've had it sitting on the shelf for about a year with both of the minutes. Th- throw it in theaters and it made money. So. <laughs> And it's a
1: it's a it's a cult classic now. We you can, oh, you can go
0: back and check our review on that. Hundred percent. You know,
1: but um, yeah, this looks good though. I, I think it looks really good. You know, and especially in the time that we're in now, I mean, we're cleaning anything we possibly can for entertainment value. So I think Extraction looks looks well enough uh, made action film. I think it'll be. It looks kind of fun. Um, the trailer was really long. It was like almost three and a half minutes. So. Um, I wish I was kind of surprised about, but um, I think it looks okay. I hopefully this really kind of jumpstarts Hemsworth's career post, you know what I mean? Post MCU, we'll see what happens.
0: No, yeah, we'll we'll definitely see because, like I said, I, I like the guy. I want him to, I want him to succeed. It's just that, yeah, he's really, yeah, he, ha- he hasn't had it easy. And maybe that's one part on his agent because even in the bad movies, he's still good in them. But like, you look at his like track record. he's got Ghostbusters, Vacation. Uh, black hat. The I'm a hacker. I hack between crunches. Ba- movie.
1: <laughs> bad. T- bad times. Dale Royale.
0: That was good. That was, good, but no one saw it. That was
1: good. Yeah, but he wasn't really in it that long. He wasn't he- in wasn't. it too long.
0: He wasn't, but he did come. He did come in no. and completely steal the movie.
1: Oh, I mean, he's a good actor. It's just he really, yeah. He just. Takes the wrong things, like he would be so much. Like I'm sure we could have movies where we could recast and put Hemsworth in, and it would be even a better film. You know what I mean? It's just you know he just luck of the draw, man. But like that, I think if honestly,
0: it like when they had that Point Break remake, which was, was really bad on itself, and I'm not sure it would have like greatly improved it, but he totally should have been the new Bodie in the Point Break remake.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, you could have had him, and like uh, I don't even know who the hell else you could cast as like Keanu's um, character. Bo- uh, but
0: uh, I, I, that doesn't doesn't matter. You could have the same guy, but it's... actually no. Oh no, but you know what I'm because, saying? Though. If no, you had I, two I big
1: names like that, you would you would make totally. You can make it almost like a almost like a Heat type film. You know what I mean? And, and make it even a little bit more interesting like that. I, I think that's at you know, that point, Break remake was just it was awful, so
0: bad, so bad. But uh yeah, so. Um, uh, extraction is set for a... Let me just double-check this right quick. Uh, extraction is set for a... Why did I, I end up here? My phone's being weird. Uh, is it April 24th, I April think? April 24th, that's that's correct. April 24th, 2020. Yeah. Uh, next show we're talking about is for a movie called Peninsula. That's it's, The U.S. has is trained to Busan Peninsula. Now, this is uh, a movie that takes place in the same universe as Train to Busan which is basically uh, if you haven't seen the movie I think it's on Netflix go check it out it's a movie about uh, these people who are on a train going going somewhere and in the middle of that train ride there's there's zombies on the train it's a whole it's like Snowpiercer meets uh, Snowpiercer meets World War Z but like the best elements of those two it's a fantastic fucking film and this is, it's not a sequel, but it's a movie that takes place in the same universe. So that's what I said. The director, Yeon-Sing-ho, okay. uh, is coming back. Uh, completely new cast. And uh, no re- release date yet here for the U.S. It's set to debut August 2020 in South Korea. Uh, Russell, if you, I'm assuming you haven't seen the original train of Busan. Am I correct? You you would be 100% correct.
1: Okay. Um but it's one that I know uh, Roka really championed. I, I remember him saying a lot of good things about it, and like like everybody else, like that has watched it said they like completely like love this you know zombie pulse pounding action film. Um, just one of the ones I just haven't watched yet. Uh, I'll probably end up watching that here. I imagine relatively soon because you know we're quarantined and what else is there to do? So I'll absolutely put that on the list. But uh, I like the trailer. Uh, I was I was sold, and kind of what you said. I could see the. Um, <clears throat> the whole world war z-esque film to it like but it's like more pulse pounding it seems like it's more edgier seat it just seems more hardcore you know what i mean right. and you could feel that through the trailer and uh yeah it's definitely one that makes me want to watch train of on. like i said just one of the ones i just haven't got around to uh, we all have those ones that we want to watch we just have not watched. but yeah
0: this looks good though yeah for it's, sure. it's definitely one that i'm Really looking forward to I because I, I like I said I love the first Randy Busan. I think it's a great movie that it's one of the more slept on ones of 2016 which had a lot of slept on movies so like I just say that right now but yeah how, um, how
1: long has how long has it been out on uh, Netflix because I know
0: Netflix has had it for quite some time I just was been, curious how long it's been there a while that. I can't rem- I can't remember I can't say exactly how but I know it's been there for a long time it's the one they haven't it's the one they haven't dropped and I think that's because people are discovering that movie. And as they should, because that movie is movie is like legit great. So, yeah, uh, definitely go check out Train to Busan. And I'm looking forward to Peninsula whenever this is all over, so it can debut in the US. Uh, And yeah,
1: (laughs) we wake up from this nightmare. (laughs)
0: Yeah, whenever we, uh, whenever whenever this is over. Uh, And speaking of this being uh, over, we have some has to be expected. We have some more date changes, (laughs) some major ones.
1: Go hit that hit that Spongebob one because the last
0: episode. Spon- man. Spongebob, yeah. Well we we'll talked about that because Paramount, Paramount like, shifted their entire slates. Uh, SpongeBob, <laughs> <laughs> we said that I think we literally called it I, I think no, we, we were saying when, when it was gonna announce a date change. We were both wrong. We said a couple weeks. But I was closer. Yeah. And it you was like the, it was like as the publishing the episode, it was the next day. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, you gotta be shitting me. But I did
1: win on the July release, though, because I said they were going to release that in July, I bet.
0: You did. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. You were correct yeah. that, that it was going to move up to July. Cause, yeah. it, just
1: seemed like, it, it just seemed like a movie that you would release in the summer, the tail end of summer. So, yeah, well, it made yeah.
0: sense. It, it, uh, July 31st, I believe it took over Top Gun. Oh, no, no I'm sorry. it took over a different release date. But, yeah, speaking of which Top Gun Maverick, yeah, also shifted, which means uh, coronavirus uh, <laughs> powerful enough to stop Tom Cruise. This is not good. And this yeah. is this is the, this is the straw that broke the. Case. This is where they went too far, because look, delay everything else, cancel everything else, I don't care. But you fuck with Top Gun, that's what that's what we're done. That's what I I hate corona, I hate Corona now. I'm gonna find I'm gonna shoot him in the face twice. <laughs> Absolutely, I knew as soon as you. Now it's personal. It's just personal now. Yeah, now 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 this is now you made it personal. Yeah, now you fucked up. <laughs> but on the plus side. At at least mean this will get a major Oscar push now. If Top Gun, oh, yeah. if Top Gun <laughs> Maverick is not is not even nominated for Best Picture, this is all for naught. Oh
1: man, I can't. We need to make a big laundry list like on our page of all the ones that have been canceled so far. No, like, we'll call it like the purge list or there's, something. There's
0: actually like a whole like Wikipedia entry on uh, the films delayed and like the oh, is there? Yeah, there is. There's the, there's a whole entry on it. Uh so yeah, so let's see aside from that, uh Minions Rise of Gru. I don't I don't know if we talked about that one or not, but that got that got pushed back an entire year. <laughs> to, well, to, I'm
1: sure we re- we really didn't
0: care about that one though. Yeah, I know. So uh yeah, that got pushed back to July July first, July second, twenty twenty one, uh which was Sing's two date, which is currently not announced. Uh we had a bunch of uh horror films like polar release date, like antebellum, of course, is off the schedule. Uh, what else we got? Candy Candyman pulled. Uh, that's now being released in September. Uh, a Quiet Place Two got a new know. date, also September. Which look, I like that though. I, I like no, I do because here's what I'll, here's what I'll say about this. It look like uh, like no uh, the fall for horror movies this year is looking really good because Spiral also got pushed, and I think it's coming. Yeah. I think it's now coming out in. I think it's now coming out in uh, September October, which is where it should have been in the first place. Nice. Okay. It, yeah, okay. It actually, I, it has it hasn't been announced yet, but it sh- it should come out there because that's it's a no brainer.
1: But I've always said this. I've I've said it time and time again. They gotta release these movies in the fall, right around Halloween season. I think it only makes sense. It only makes sense to do
0: that. Yeah, but if you look at uh, twenty, if you look at uh the fall seasons of twenty twenty, uh we have The Purge Five, Tenant, which move Tenant, which moved, as far as like horror horror movies go, uh. Except the Purge Five, which I'm still not convinced of the thing, but it's on the schedule, so fuck it. Quiet Place Two, Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Title still sucks. Um, Halloween, Halloween Kills, Candyman, uh, possibly, uh, possibly, um, what did I just say? Spiral. Uh, this could be like one of the best seasons for horror movies. One of the best like fall seasons for horror movies I've had in a long time. Because I can't think of another fall. It's been a while since we yeah. had a fall like this many heavy hitting horror movies. And you think you put Antebellum and Antlers in the in the fall also like this? this yeah, it, it could, like you, we could turn this year around like real quick.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that absolutely with those slated films for the fall release, I think you know, especially the horror going crowd. You know, I you know I love obviously we love horror films i just i really like the whole idea of putting all these films to the fall slate right around halloween It's perfect
0: yeah so that could go good also we had a bunch of release date changes for uh, some disney stuff a lot of uh, fox properties a lot of disney plus properties it's a, it, it's it's a whole to do so let's let's get into it. first of all free guy which was previously dated for July 3rd, 2020, now moved to December 11th, 2020. Bob's Burger, which was dated for July 17th, 2020, is moved to April 9th, 2021. Wow. Mulan got a new date. Uh, it's coming on July 24th, 2020. Jungle Cruise pushed back almost an entire year, actually over an entire year, previously dated for July 24th, 2020, is now moved to uh, July 30th, 2021. So that's the wow. entire year <laughs> that the group has been pushed off. Uh, the French Dispatch has been pushed from July 24th to uh, October 16th, 2020, which probably works out better for that in case they want to do like a big Oscar push for it. Which... Makes
1: sense. The Wes Anderson for sure,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow is now dated in Eternals' former spot of November 6, 2021. Eternal is now moved into Shang-Chi's spot, which was February 12th, 2021. Shang-Chi has now, Shang-Chi has now a ton more pressure on his shoulder, because it is now the prime movie of the summer of 2021. That, that took over Doctor Strange's spot of May 7th. So, wow. yeah, the pressure's on for that one. Yeah, I mean, this
1: this whole entire coronavirus, man, has really shifted the Hollywood game, man. Uh, yeah, this is going to be crazy to see, see what happens with these films, and hopefully... You know, hopefully, once things go back to you know some form of normalcy, we can actually you know box office can flourish again.
0: Yeah, uh, Doctor Strange has moved off of the May date now moved to uh, November 5th, which is around the same time the first Doctor Strange came out. So I don't think that's I don't think that's super bad. That's the, could, no. could be a pretty good fit. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder has moved off of the November 5th date to uh, February 18th, 2022. Which, if that's like, with the title is like "Love and Thunder," any indication of what the movie's about, might be a better fit for it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, there's an untitled Marvel movie that was set to debut, at, to, to come out February 18th, 2022. That was removed from the schedule. I have a feeling it might have been Blade, but who knows? Uh, there, the Indiana Jones, the fifth Indiana Jones film, which was previously for July 9th, 2021, has moved to. J- July twenty ninth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, this movie is not looking very likely at this point. <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, I know. I know Corona is bad and all, but y- y'all can't afford any more delays. Harrison Ford's almost eighty. You, di- y- you <laughs> did you know, seriously. You ditched the over seventy year old director, but you still have the almost eighty year old star to deal with.
1: <laughs> but good news though, you can buy Call of
0: the Wild on VOD now. Oh hell yes. And uh, there was a previously untitled Marvel movie dated for July twenty ninth, two thousand and twenty two, uh, as revealed to be Captain Marvel two, and that is now slated for July eighth, two thousand and twenty two. So, in spite of all this, we did get an announcement for Captain Marvel two, which I think I, I think is uh I think is cool. I think that I mean I wasn't clamoring super hard with Captain Marvel two, but I do I would like to see. More interesting movies made with that character. I didn't like the first Captain Marvel, but I think there's a lot you could do with the character of Carol Damage. A lot you could do with an actually Brie Larson at your side that you just didn't take in the first one, and I would like to see the second one capitalize on that. But what did not There are a few things that did not move that we're going to talk about right now. First of which, uh, Black Panther 2, just like, hey, no, we got May. We were here first. Fuck off with that. <laughs> like they're they're sticking firm to their May 20, 2022 release date something else that curiously did not move is Soul which is the new Pixar movie dated for I believe uh, July, I'm sorry June, it's early June, I want to say like June 22nd or June 6th, don't ask why it's those two dates in my head but I know it's one of them let me just uh, fact check oh sorry, uh, June 19th so I was very close <laughs> So, question is, do you think that Soul ends up moving, or do you, do you think that will be back and swing enough for Soul to come out, or do you think that moves? I think it moves. You think
1: so? Just err uh, just on the side of caution. Look what everything else, you know what I mean, uh, has done. I, I can't see Disney. If Disney's moving, its properties out, you know what I mean? Pixar would follow in suit with that. I, I, I can't see. I, I don't know. I just I can't see that coming out in June. I could see that maybe them putting that out maybe in August not to, July maybe not to I,
0: mention not to mention uh the Artemis Fowl which was supposed to come out I believe in May was pulled from theaters entirely yeah. that is going straight to Disney Plus
1: which we talked about earlier remember we talked about that when we uh, did the trailer review with uh Koho yeah, we did we um for the one of the pirates films we we were talking about that and I, I even was you know, I even said that this seems like a gamble for Disney to, to produce something like this, to come out with something like this, because it seems too dark for Disney. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, though. I really am. I I, I hope it does. You know, I hope it. Hopefully, it brings up some good. You know, at least some good ratings for them. And I hope it's a decent enough film to where maybe, who knows, maybe down the road, get a sequel out of it because it's a book series, isn't it?
0: It is a book series. Yes
1: yeah so hopefully I mean if if Good word of mouth gets out for this first one, maybe maybe this is the way it should go, and then maybe release it theatrically for the second one, you know, so maybe this actually helps it.
0: Now other thing I want to talk about is the fact that Bob Iger mentioned that there are some other major Disney releases that may go to disney plus he hasn't he hasn't guaranteed anything but may. I really hope Soul's not one of them cause I'm gonna because yeah. I'm gonna be a little pissed if it does so, I mean, that just hurts them at the box office. Oh, yeah. it does. Like, th- like they would take well, because, like, they when it comes to Pixar you look at their budgets. They don't, they don't skip out. They are not cheap to make. No. So, like, if no. they if they did put this on like Disney Plus immediately, like, they would take a massive, 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 massive hit on it. And I, th- I also think a movie just deserves better. I mean you have you have Pete Doctor directing the very first uh, African American led Pixar movie. I think I think it's I can... I think it's an untalked by this as a very important movie, as far as like the picture repertoire goes, because not one has been made like it before. And uh, yeah. and it's really unfortunate timing for, especially for onward, which is also deserves so much better than it got. But for oh, we've been we've yeah. been saying that from the get go, man. No, yeah, and I I just I, I would like to see Soul and like I said, my second most anticipated of the entire year. I'm so looking forward to Soul. But yeah, I I hope so. Something that else should. Something else that has been announced yet yeah, that should go to streaming because nobody cares is New Mutants. Just just put that on streaming. Yeah, Did You see uh My
1: Spies also going, I think on uh uh Amazon Prime.
0: Oh they pulled they pulled the that Dave theatrical Bat- entirely?
1: Yeah, Dave Batista, that one where he's a spy or whatever. Oh yeah. well, you should have uh, meets up
0: yeah. Should have put it in theaters when you had the chance. You delayed that like five times. <laughs> And now,
1: Yeah, it was supposed to come out what early March, I think it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out like last November. Oh, was it? Because I know March was a new slated release date for it, and they just never released it out. I don't know what the hell happened to it, but yeah, I think it's going to be streaming on uh Prime from what I saw.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm wrong. It's supposed to come out in August of last year. No excuse, then. Dropped the ball. Yeah, no, you dropped the ball hard on that one. I haven't seen that everywhere. Yeah, but I, I mean... Everywhere.
1: I mean, I don't think that movie was gonna blow up the box office anyway. That, that probably. movie probably would have opened up maybe at like six or seven million and being generous. Who knows?
0: Yeah, uh, we also had some Disney Plus change dates like Obi-Wan still moving forward, that's now stated for twenty twenty two. Hawkeye was supposed to come out late twenty twenty one or or sorry, mid mid to late twenty twenty one is also not coming out in twenty twenty two. Uh and also all the other Marvel all the other Marvel uh shows that didn't have dates yet that being uh miss marvel moon Knight, uh she hulk those are all coming those are all also coming out 2022 so 2022 going to be a big year for uh, disney plus marvel
1: i mean just in general look at all those movies like all those big bread and butter movies that we had from like the summer blockbusters that are switching out i mean and they're going to even stack it on top of the other ones that they had already had slated release for that year so it's going to be next couple years are going to be really interesting with uh with blockbusters
0: yeah, you know? well, can't can't wait to be looking forward to Ghostbusters a second time. Yeah,
1: uh, man, uh, still still really upset about that,
0: but yeah, man, it is what Me it too. is, Me man. Too.
1: Our top ten took a toll. Uh, most anticipated
0: of the summer, for sure. I'm very curious. Like, oh yeah, well, we're not we're not even gonna do we we usually do top ten most anticipated of the summer every year. We're not doing that this year because we don't know if anything's going
1: to am so I mean of so the year, far, you of know, the year. I, I, know uh, no, I don't
0: our, yeah, 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 of the year. But I, I took the opportunity to say that, but I'm, I'm very curious. Like, How many of my top ten are still coming out this year? I think Bill and Ted still has release let me date. Lo- let me
1: look at mine real fast, see if I get a list. See if I got a list here
0: still. I believe Bill and Ted still has release uh, date, which that's good, thank God, because we need that
1: movie.
0: I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm trying to think. When the heck did we make that list up? It's probably January, Mar- Des- December, December. Uh,
1: I have to have it. <laughs> Uh, December.
0: Uh-huh. Mank Mank is Netflix, so it's fine. Tenet was delay Tenant was delayed, but still coming out this year. Uh, let's see. Bill and Ted Bill and Ted still slated for this year. King's Man still slated yeah. for this year. Nightmare Alley was pushed twenty twenty one, but that didn't ever release it at all. So I was just, I was just betting on it. All right, so the Five Bloods. All right, so be, I had could be coming out. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Five Bloods could probably be still coming out. Trash Chicago 7, probably still coming out. Do- I feel like Dune's going to get pushed. It has to.
1: Yeah, I think it probably will.
0: Which, which sucks because I was looking forward to Dune. And uh, Soul <laughs> and Top Gun Maverick are, are still dated for this year. So, not, not as bad. Either. Yeah, let's see. My top yep. ten,
1: 10 was Fantasy Island, which I it was awful. So, I Oof. don't even know why I put it as an anticipated film. Uh, nine was The Lodge. Which, came uh, out. which I that, it, that came, it out. came out but I don't know but I didn't see it so I, I don't know I, I, saw I don't know it. what the oh did you see it? I did see it. Did you Did you
0: like it? I did like. It. I like it. It's it my grand not nothing's come out this year but it's my it's my favorite horror movie of the year.
1: Nice. Okay. Uh 8 Invisible Man which I would even move up like now cuz I saw it was excellent. I really like that one. Um, let's see. I had Antebellum, which we talked about getting moved. Top Gun Maverick at six got getting pushed. moved. Uh, Bond twenty five at five, got which pushed. we talked about getting moved. Wonder Woman eighty four getting moved. Ghostbusters Afterlife getting moved. Tenant getting moved, and The Way Back, which I saw and you can actually buy. <laughs> you can
0: actually buy now. You can get on digital. You can digital actually, you can right can actually now. buy it, man. Yeah. So
1: yeah, three of the movies I've seen out of the top. Yeah, it's. Our, our, our list definitely took a toll, but,
0: um, yeah. Well, but, and, yeah, and also, like, movie theaters are taking a huge toll. One chain in particular is taking a massive, massive toll and might not be able to bounce back, and that's AMC. And the reason— Which I'm shocked at, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, it, on paper, it's shocking because that is the biggest movie theater chain in the world. Like, like if you, you hear the words, yeah. AMC might be going out of business. Like, how does that make any sense? Well, here's why. It's because a they they're not too far off from launching AMC A List, which they knew they're gonna be operating at a loss from for a while. B they just yeah. bought a they just bought like a huge amount of, they just bought out a bunch of theater chains, and three they just launched this new like digital like rental service. So all those three and like they knew that this was gonna be a huge risk, but no one could have predicted anything like this happening. So I don't think this is a, no. I don't think that's a bad business move. I just think it's like it's poor it's poor timing on their part.
1: Yeah, it just it, the timing sucks for sure. Uh, I think once like things get up and running again, and we do get, you know, a sense of like back to the way things were, I think I I wouldn't be surprised that this turns out to be a really good move for AMC. You know.
0: Well, I mean, if they survive, like they cause they might not make it till to when this thing is over. Like, there's reports that they're expected to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So and this. This is something that cannot. I mean, it has a very real possibility to happen. This is something that cannot be allowed to happen, because just think about how hard movies are going to get. How how much less movies are going to make if the biggest theater chain in the world closes? Like that's. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd, that'd be
1: I'd, insane. yeah, it 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 affects it, man. It it, it affects it heavily, you know. So
0: like st- the studio, just hope studios, studios, Hollywood cannot allow AMC to close like something needs to happen to something needs to happen to save AMC I just don't understand why like some of the like top tier people of the business aren't trying to like
1: put some money together to you know what I mean all go in there and kind of help you know ch- you know kind of campaign and champion for this theater you know what I mean for well, this I, theater chain and what it does for the
0: Well I want, I want to say like everyone I want to say everyone's been laid off from AMC I, think, I believe they laid like, yeah. off. Oh, no, I, I know what you mean. The higher ups, what, I think, were yeah. also laid yeah,
1: off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just anybody anybody in Hollywood in general, in general, actors and actresses and stuff like that, they make millions and millions of dollars. Even championing just like a couple thousand bucks here, a couple thousand bucks here and there, like it adds up. You know what I mean? I just I wish that, you know, hopefully, because that's, that's the other thing everybody's fearing. It's like, what is the state of movie going after this is over? You know what I mean? And. To me, and I think you and I both obviously huge proponents of, of the way it is now, you know what I mean? The, the, whole, the whole movie whole going atmosphere and experience, we've, t- we've said it before time and time again, you know, nothing replicates that. You watching something at home is completely different from going to a, a theater, sitting in a dark room with the surround sound and everything, you know, everything coming up on the lights. Um,
0: so I don't know. I don't know what happens after this though, man. It's gonna be, it's, uh, the, it's gonna be a very different landscape. And it's not, it's not like another theater chain can buy them out because no one, after this, no one's in a position to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, nobody. I, I wouldn't even say, you know, yeah. Not even like, like Reg- you know, like Regal I, I still see Regal, do Regal doing good. Yeah. Like Re- 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 Regal's knows. not in a position
0: to do it. Cinemark's not in a position to do it. Like, it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a crazy thing. Hopefully, hopefully this gets turned around quick. And Absolutely. I miss going to the movies so much
1: dude i do too and it's all it hasn't even been a full month yet and I'm just like i just miss I, I just miss it i just feel like yeah it things like the whole schedule like like life is just
0: kind of different now you know what i mean like, like i know like it, I feel, it sounds crazy I, I, but it's I, like, like i feel like i feel like a crackhead right now i'm just like oh, give,
1: me, <laughs> give, me, give me a theater experience please Seriously, seriously i'm like
0: it's,
1: it's it's crazy to think that and say it but it's like true you know all these movies that had slated for like the spring and you know summer 2020 releases that we're looking forward to to everything's getting pushed back now, so even if things do open open up and stuff like that, they're going to open up to what? No, no movies being played, you know? It's like, what the heck? So this definitely sucks for sure.
0: <sighs> yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully this gets turned around as soon as possible because I need I need me in my theater.
1: <laughs> I hear
0: you because because the alternative is sitting home watching shit like this. It's time for the movie of the week, and. This week we decided to, it's Easter week so we decided to celebrate with you know some good uh, some good wholesome Christian entertainment. <laughs> and you guys voted for us to continue the saga of God's not dead. With God's not dead 2. <laughs> I don't know why we needed to. I thought, I thought the first film proved God's not dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, it should be like God's not dead again. <laughs>
0: Uh, so in case you need a reminder, the first guy's Not Dead centered on a college student taking on his evil atheist professor, who only who was only an atheist because of his mother's death. And as soon as he had his big come-to-Jesus moment, God ran him over with his car. Yeah, that was Kevin Sorbo. That was Kevin Sorbo, yes. God ran over Kevin Sorbo with his car. Uh, yeah, so, and it made... I'm not sure what the... Budget to profit was on that movie, specifically, but it did bring in a huge amount of cash. Let me, let me just double little... back to there. I want to say it only had like a two or one million dollar budget, if that. Yeah, two million. Yeah, sixty-four million dollars on a two million dollar budget.
1: Yes, yeah, so it made it made bank, man. Like like I said, these pure flicks films, and I know we can sit there and, and you know and, and rag on them, but. They have a good scheme. They have like a Blumhouse scheme where they don't put in a whole lot of money, but they have that audience, man. They have the audience of the, uh, you know, the Bible thumpers that go in and see these films and really, you know, take something. And, and even not being like a, a main Bible thumper or whatever, you know, what I mean, you still get something out of it. But you know, what I mean, I'm just saying that the audience, like, really, they really gravitate towards these films.
0: Yeah, and uh, for the, for for good or for ill, let's find out. Now, let's let's prepare for this real quick. <laughs> Anything we say on this film is not an attack on the Christian faith. Like if, if, you believe, if you believe in Jesus, great. More power. If you don't, great. More power to you. We are merely attacking the portrayal of those you know, Christian ideologies in this movie. Now, that being said, let's get into it. This is God's Not Dead 2. It should be noted that this one actually had universal backing, which, Why? <coughs> I remember I remember seeing the universe. Yeah, like, I, seen the universe come up, I'm just like why? And then Pure Flix, like, oh, that makes more sense.
1: This movie like significantly uh, grossed a lot less though, because this movie had a budget of five million. It opened at seven point six million. Yeah. Grossed only twenty point seven worldwide 24.4. So this movie definitely was like half of what the first one made, but still made money, Yeah, well, still I mean, profitable, and we'll get, and we'll get to not as good as the first a, one, though. I'm going
0: to get to why it's a good thing in a second. So, yeah, uh, watching these opening credits, sometimes you're just watching a movie and you, and you just know. You just know it's a pure <laughs> Netflix film. <And> <laughs> just got the, got the feels. You get country music, white people looking out windows, and fuck yeah, the American flag, because no, no commie bastards made our God movies. But I think one thing we can agree on, though, the opening cinematography in these
1: these films always look really beautiful. I mean, sure. like it's very nice the shots opening shots. Oh, absolutely, DCA. like the, be- the beautiful shots, scenic shots, and it, it always looks really beautiful. So I do want to throw kudos out to that. The cinematography shots are always really good in these films.
0: And we see our main characters, David A. Uh, Milton Hart, and fuck yeah, David A. R. White as Pastor Dave, who has for some reason been turned into a, pa- a paper towel in this movie. Yes, I don't know why they—they they just for some reason decided to turn into Martin Short. From Pure luck, I don't know why they decided to yeah. do that with him. That's what y- they do. Yeah, he's just—he's
1: just—yeah, he's just having a,
0: an off day. Yeah, but anyways, we meet the main character of our, of our movie, Melissa, Melissa Joan Hart, playing Grace. Of course, that's her name. Be a much different film if her name was Ultra of Satan, as she cares <laughs> as she cares for her elderly father, Pat Boone. Of all people, who I forgot, who I forgot to be brought up to me. was actually, I think, was or still is actually a pastor in real life. Oh, see, perfect. There you have it, full circle. Yeah, uh, we also meet uh, our, I guess, our main one of our main teen girls. I'm not, sure, I can't remember her name. It was like Haley or or-, 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 or Haley Ortiana, something like that. But Haley
1: Orin or Orinicia or-, 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 or whatever or something. An- like it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, who's best friends with one of the Robertsons? Who's not a good actress. She's she's but, so bad. Uh, at this hence, why she's not in it too long. Yeah, but every time she's every time she's in it, painful, painful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we see that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also see that uh, our our liberal blogger Amy is back. <laughs> oh yeah, and she's really worried the sequel's gonna give her faith aids. Yep. Yeah yeah we got to the, we got to the teacher's and we are just like I think was it like what do you call a teacher with no students just like like uh what was it like happy unemployed it like, unemployed retired yeah. like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have fun here just don't mention Jesus
1: yeah which is which is crazy because even when we were watching this opening 15 minutes when we were testing our thing for our upcoming commentary uh remember we were joking around she goes oh yeah 36 days and it's like dude you don't even look that old. So, I, I don't know. This, this school must pay bank or something.
0: Yeah, speaking of returning characters from this film, we see that Pastor Jude is back, doing his doctorate in the States. I don't know why he's so happy to be, I don't know why he's so happy to be back. Last time he was here, they tried to go to Disney World and watched a man die. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's, it's worth it just to see, just to envision the sitcom that would star these two. Which, which not going to lie, I'd actually kind of watch. We see yeah. that uh, Haley, we're not, not going to pronounce her name, Haleo is, she's, she's, she's a little distraught because she's not into her you know class rush stapler safety hazard game. So she so she tries to talk. Yeah, her name's Brooke in the film. To, whatever. She decides to talk to <laughs> <laughs> She decides to talk to Brooke. Oh, sorry. We cut to Amy in the hospital. <laughs> then we cut back to that conversation, which no idea why. It's, yeah, this film's very poorly edited. By the way, uh, director Harold Cronk is back. Fingers crossed is a better sequel than Cronk's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's talking about the fact that her brother passed away suddenly. You know, she's confiding her, just like, what, what keeps you? What keeps you from? What keeps you from going crazy? What? What keeps you sane? And her response: cocaine. No, I'm like Jesus. Oh, or or Jesus, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, I will say, I I also I also follow the teachings of Jesus.
1: Nobody fucks with the Jesus.
0: If you fuck with the Jesus, you get a shitty sequel. <laughs> All right, so so cutting so cutting back to Amy, which yeah, again, would would help us see the scene to flow of the scene better if they cut the hospital to the next scene. But what do I know? And we find out that her cancer is gone, like, entirely. And she tells it to the newsboys, which gives them, give them some props. Most bands lose track of their groupies after the orgy, but they keep in touch. Good for them. <laughs> yes. Where <laughs> she just like, <laughs> I think, I think like his reaction was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. It was like, it seem like she's got a three-for-one deal on Fritos. But it, it's
1: funny though cuz she's like so she was so wanting this to happen and she seems so depressed about the fact that she's going to be alive now, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well yeah, and then at that point she has no reason to be in this film, but we digress. And we'll get to that. And we'll get to that later. Um but yeah, so cutting to the cutting to the next scene, they're seeing that like the parents are giving away all her brother's dead stuff to Salvation Army, which is kind of a dick move. Like, did you, did you even like your son? <laughs> I liked the Well, you know, they had to, they had to plug the Salvation Army truck coming in, though. They did. I mean, I, I, I'd i get mad at this egregious pride placement, but I did just watch Sonic say the Olive Garden logo at, on two separate occasions, so this seems like nothing. <laughs> but at least she gets to keep one thing of her brother's. Like, one lady comes in and gives her like, we found this I think you might want to keep. It was like... Yeah, this is great, but my brother had a collection of VHS tapes of *Muppet Treasure Island*. Can I, can I have that instead? <laughs> yeah. But the next day is when we get to the inciting incident, where Grace mentions Jesus in the classroom. Uh-oh. So basically, basically, what happens? She's talking about like uh, you know famous peace, famous peacekeepers like Martin Luther King, Gandhi. There was a third. I can't remember who. But then uh, like,
1: I just remember King and God, these yeah, are the only ones know. I remember.
0: Th- those are the only important ones. So th- she, th- yeah. uh, Brooke asked a question, but she's just like, Is that like G- what Jesus said when he said love, meant when he said love our enemies? And she's like, Oh, yeah, the writer of the gospel attributes uh, Jesus saying, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you hear that and you're just like, Okay, yeah. I mean, she's I mean, she's not preaching. She just answered a question about Jesus in a historical context. Teachers are allowed to. Yeah, she's to not. It.
1: Yeah, teachers are allowed to do it. She's not, like, pushing religion or anything on to anybody, yeah, which is, like, not you saying she's, she's out not, of the woodwork there. She's but not saying
0: any religion is any religions better than the others. She just answered the question. Like, teachers, like, that's totally, perfectly legal for a, perfectly legal for a teacher to do. Oh, but no, yep. not, but not in the pure flicks verse. Like, the very, next, oh, no. the very next scene, she's in front of Principal Robin Givens, which, oh, and actually, fun, finding fun game with this one is, take a shot every time they drag an actor you really like into this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be toasted by the end. So, just, like, and she even said it, just, like, I answered the question in historical context, so, yeah, I did. And, like, even, like, later, like, the teacher's about to retire, she just says, what were you thinking? That what she did was perfectly legal, and any idiot would know that.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're watching this film, you're like, seriously, this is this is the big conundrum in this film. Yeah, it is, and it's like she wasn't pushing religion on anybody. She's simply saying, like, she's comparing. You know what I mean? And and later on, we'll talk about you know with you know uh, Jesse Jesse Medcalf's uh, character talking about uh, Martin Luther King, but still, like, you know, it, it's it's basically just. You know, providing facts, providing things, and like providing like history, historical content, and it's like we're going, we're going this route now. You know, it's 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 super crazy.
0: Not to mention in, a scene, in the next scene, like Chief Robin, Principal Robin Gibbons pr- forbids uh, Brooke to speak to Grace. An atheist teacher yeah. tries to keep an atheist tries to, tries to keep kids from Grace. Subtle. Yeah. Hey.
1: But did you even notice that even then she was on the phone saying about like cutting prayer out of like uh, of events or stuff like that like, with like, uh, uh, with like sports and stuff like that. So they clearly do it there. So it's not
0: that bad of a thing, if you know what I mean. Which is also which is also like allowed. Like when I went play high school football, we, play, we prayed before every game. We had a dude on the team who was an atheist. He just like he just like stood in the corner. He didn't have a problem with it. He just like, he was yeah, just, like yeah, I mean no, it's. Fine. Yeah. yeah, they're making this bigger thing. Yeah, speaking of Jesse Metcalf, the next scene she meets her lawyer, Jesse Metcalf, who found, who, like, I know him from Passions. This, thank God he found a project more far fetched than Passions. <laughs>
1: Dude, I always remember from John Tucker Must Die. Yes, John so Tucker Must Die. John Tucker, that's John Tucker, my, John Tucker uh, Must Die. John Tucker Must Die. That's my dose of Metcalf. And then I think he was also in the, um, the reboot of Dallas, I believe. He
0: was. No, no was it Dallas or was it Dynasty? Okay. What is Dynasty? No, it was Dallas. You're right. It was oh. Dallas.
1: I'm pretty sure it was Dallas, yeah.
0: And hey, you gotta listen to your lawyer. What you did gets you twenty years to life in the Pure Flixverse. verse <laughs> I mean, if come on now, if Joe
1: Exotic was, you know, got twenty two years for supposedly hiring somebody to kill Carol Baskin. I mean, come on,
0: you know. Yeah, anyways, Grace goes Grace goes before the school board, led by a guy with a serious case of Nazi hair. And they, oh, yeah. and they want her to apologize for what she did. But she refuses and i agree let them fire you and then sue them for wrongful termination <laughs> but that's not why yeah. that's not why she does it <laughs> i think i think <laughs> I, I, I had the quote written down she's just like i'd rather he's like i'd rather be judged by the world than stand by god <laughs> like, no it's like something like i'd rather I got, okay, I'd rather stand with God, and be judged by the world, than be judged by the world, than stand by God, or something like that. You, you, you know what I mean. Me
1: ba- yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Grace, basically,
1: she just doesn't want to denounce God in front yeah. of everybody. You know uh, what I mean? That's against her
0: beliefs. But, and, uh, yeah. Grace, genocide is still a thing. God does not care what you say to a school board, <laughs> He's, got, he's no. got bigger things on His plates. Oh, but then we get to the, the movie's main villain, the ACLU. In fact, Ivan movie Nazi Hair said the a- the ACLU has been dreaming of a case like this. They've been dreaming of a case that they lose. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, we then we then cut to the main lawyer of the ACLU, played by Ray Wise, who is filmed and acted in a way that makes me believe he's playing the devil. Devil's advocate. I can see Al Pacino. Hoo-wah. hoo-wah, hoo-wah. I mean, yeah. Like he goes, he goes to see Brooke. Brooke's parents—they're trying to sue the school because they think it might help her get into Ivy League college. Not exactly sure how that logic works, but I'm not gonna <laughs> question it.
1: Which is which is so far fetched because his logic is all. Oh, you know, this historical case or whatever. Once they see that she was involved in this historical case, colleges will be accepting her left and right. It's like, really? I thought it was all based on academics.
0: Like, yeah, that's not you a, know what I mean? That's not at all how college yeah. works, but whatever whatever. <laughs> it's like yes. right. Oh, yeah. We'll a- go with it. We'll <laughs> like, play your game. I love the word that's like sign away your daughter's sign away your daughter's soul. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten away for it if it wasn't for you, damn kids. But also, I just like also just love the thing where like, we're gonna prove we're gonna prove God is dead. Why? Like God, God being dead doesn't change the law. Plus, I know he's not yeah, dead which... because, like I said, he ran over Kevin Sorbo with his car.
1: Yeah, so he legit exists.
0: <laughs> he is. He is real. Oh, it also also should be mentioned that the the ACLU, I did some research on this, the ACLU has come to the defense of Christians many times, including one case of defending a student's right to read the Bible in school. Yeah, so I'm sure sure uh, if, if yeah. But the movie's going to leave that out, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to leave that out.
1: Absolutely. It would make it look look bad. I mean, they wouldn't have a, a plot if they did it that way.
0: Uh, yeah, so anyways, conti- uh continuing on with the movie, I think like, someone uh Brooke to Ashelay is just like, Why are they doing this? Because the movie and yeah, its all. You just need a fake enemy. That's the that's that's the only reason. Yeah, seriously. Uh so uh coming to the next day, we're having the students are having a silent protest where one girl's like, What are you doing? protesting. And it's like, uh, get get alive. And I'm like, Shut up, loser. I'm like, Yeah, shut up, loser. Believe in Jesus. <laughs> But you got a like Brooks like
1: thing where she has like duct tape over her mouth, and it says "not allowed to speak on her sign."
0: And yeah, yeah, it uh, d- doesn't matter. But <laughs> we also see that uh, Pastor Day had been signed for Jerry duty. Uh, I, I I I do like the scene where he just like was going through videos and like shouldn't you be listening? He just turn the sound on. Like I'm starting to really get behind Christian Turk and Christian JD.
1: Now, um, is there a possibility that he's going to be on the same jury? Oh,
0: I don't, I don't, as know, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out because it's time for the stupid people's court to begin. <laughs> <laughs> starting with, of course, oh. jur- starting with, of course, jury selection. And I do, I do like the scene more like, that one guy's like, "What's your favorite show?" Duck Dynasty. Motion to dismiss the juror on the grounds of having shitty taste. <laughs> well, that and they know they're ultra conservative,
1: aka religious. So that's kind of their whole rationale behind
0: and the preemptive challenges. And um, not to mention, they're always they're all coming before Judge Stennis, played by oh God, Ernie Hudson. Why? Because Winston Zedmore, baby Because he because he ain't afraid of no atheists. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they use up all they use up all of their strikes they use up all their strikes and then pastor dave gets the thing and he's just like he's like look we we got to dismiss this Mrs. guy he's a he's an ordained minister he's like i'm g- we're going to allow it on the grounds of look we got to we got to merge these plot lines somehow which ultimately yeah. this doesn't matter which for reasons we'll get to later in the movie which <laughs> but, yeah
1: that whole thing they don't even need this whole entire storyline really
0: yeah, well, also, but like the whole reason, the whole thing with Dave being on the jury, like it just, it just comes out to nothing.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't need it. Like you can cut that completely from the film. Like it doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't do anything to the uh, the story.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah, we'll get to why later in the movie. But anyways, uh, cutting back to Amy, who's still in this movie. Why? She's she's in a position she's finding herself questioning everything she thought she believed. Quick, give her, give her polio. so She can be a believer again. <laughs> also, we forgot to mention. Guess who else is back? Chinese exchange Chinese exchange student Martin Yip. Yeah, now, Yip, 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 Hooray! Yip, Yip Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're wondering where I hear from the last one, Josh Whedon is. He is not in this film. He's too busy. He's too busy hanging out with George Roddenberry and Simon Spellberg But Martin, but Martin Yip is here to carry to carry the weights. Great, another another plot line, and yeah, another plot line movie doesn't need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, anyways, uh, that his seeing this one added absolutely nothing. Cutting back to Ray Wise and the ACLU, I, yeah, this is one thing another. The <laughs> grade, we're just like, I hate what people like your client stand for. Well, then maybe maybe no one should tell you about your coworkers who would, who have done and continue to defend Christians to this day. <laughs> We also see that, uh, oh, we forgot to mention that uh, Jesse Metcalf is a public defender. He's not a lawyer. And Yeah, he's just, he's
1: bottom of the barrel, pretty much get any gig you can.
0: It's also very evident that he's not respected in his world. Not really does he just respect the law, the law field. Like, like seriously, Lou, Lou Gambino has more, has more, uh, hmm, what's the word I'm thinking of? He has better respect for the courts than this guy. Because you, you see what he's wearing? He's not, yeah. wearing, he's not wearing a suit wearing, like, jeans and a ke- corduroy, <laughs> and a corduroy ke- coat.
1: Yeah, yeah. but keep in mind, though, he's, if he's fresh out of law school and stuff like that and he's practicing, he probably doesn't have a whole lot of money because he's really doing and – if, and if he's doing this public defender's thing, they don't make a whole lot of money either. I'm not defending the wardrobe, I'm just yeah,
0: – you know enough. what I mean? All right, fair enough. Uh, but anyways, next, next day in court, Prosecutor Beelzebub says that Grace was preaching in class because she knew exactly which book of the Bible to reference. Or she could just be a history teacher. <laughs> or just throwing facts out. I mean, just throwing facts you know, out. whatever happened to st- stating some facts. And he's just like he's just like it's if behavior like this is gonna crumble our society. No. Uh the Kardashians have already done a really good job. Uh, they've already crumbled society well enough. This isn't gonna this isn't gonna add to anything else. Seriously. Yeah, but uh we got we also gotta converge plot lines again somehow. So it turns out that Sadie Robertson is Amy Ryan's like niece or something sister. I think it's something of- like
1: something. Yeah. yeah again, kind of how you said, obviously we need, we need fil- we need to merge these plot lines. So we have to have a, a, a relative or some sort to connect us to the, for the film.
0: Yeah. But also like her blind delivery in this is so painful. Like, stop asking the Robertsons to act in movies. They're not even real rednecks. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, cutting back to court, uh, Jesse Metcalf says that separation of church and state is not brought up in either the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. Yeah, because amendments and or clauses are totally not things. Yeah. Also, driving an ATV through a high school isn't mentioned the Bill of Rights or Constitution, but I'm not allowed to do that. You may proceed. <laughs> and he says, As you were. As you were. And he says, like, you bring up this fact because, you know, there's, there's Trump's aden- his agenda. I'm like, eh, X-Nay on the yump tray. Yeah. <laughs> they they knew. Uh, uh, they br- they bring up uh, Brooke's parents. He's like, "How does it feel to? Br- how does it feel to have? How does it feel to know that this was brought up to this was brought up to your daughter?" And he's like, "Oh, we felt violated." and am just like, "Yeah, you know, I'm sure victims of real sexual abuse really feel for your violation, guy."
1: Yeah, seriously,
0: I'm like really because she mentioned
1: something about Jesus. I'm sure you're really offended. If it's a teaching, me- who cares? It's not like you know your daughter or whatever, is, You're not gonna like convert people. You weren't con- like she, like Grace's character wasn't trying to say, oh, here you have to practice Christianity, you know.
0: Not to mention, this is another thing I I hate about these court proceedings because they're totally. like, I know I'm gonna I, I know it's against like being a dead horse, but these court proceedings are totally inaccurate in this one regard, especially because every time, like you'll see during this, throughout this whole process, that every time Jesse Mecca has a question, you're just like, "What do you think? How does it make you feel?" And and like every time Ray Wise will be like, "Object and speculation." But when Ray Wise does it, Ray Wise says that no one says anything.
1: Yeah, it's almost like Ernie Hudson's character wants, you know, what I mean, really wants, uh, you know, uh, Tom's character to to lose or whatever. You know, what I mean, it seems like he's almost pitted against him too, you know.
0: Although he probably does not need much help. Like he's just like in the middle of his in the middle of a thing. Someone sees him past Dave, just like God bless you, and he's like, careful, okay, or you might be on trial next. Like, thank you. Thank you, lawyer, for taking this time out, I do, I do, out I, of this court to uh, work on your tight 10. I do think that your, was funny, though. You don't need to work on your tight 10 in the middle of the court. Come on. Be professional. This is why a public defender. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they then they bring up Principal Robin Givens to the school. And it's like, they bring up the name of the highest school, Martin Luther King Jr. Just like, no, they, uh, this, I noticed they, they don't have the title of Reverend. Like We we choose to acknowledge his work in, as you would, the work in the field of, of, of civil rights. And it just and he's just like oh but don't, but don't you know that, that like his work as reverend was a big big influence on that just like okay look Martin Luther King Jr. was not or like, was not the son of God nor is he the base for a major world religion but please continue uh-huh. explaining the work of Martin Luther King to Robin Givens John Tucker from John oh. Tucker Must Die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's it? But what say you, prosecutor Satan? I, I I think he agree. I think he agrees. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so it, no, yeah. So prosecutor Satan is up, and he, he brings up the fact that Grace talked to the principal about you know come, attending a service at her church, and it was in her office. Which, by the way, uh, te- two adult teachers can't exchange religious info with each other for non extracurricular activities. Why is this case still going? It wasn't like
1: they were. It's like they weren't giving money away for like betting on sports or something. You know what I mean? Like. I like, guess is this is ridiculous. Yeah, why why
0: is this case still going?
1: Oh man, I don't know because oh, we have to fill up the two hour runtime. Yeah, that is true.
0: <laughs> uh, but then uh, Amy confronts. Uh, Gra- I almost forgot her name. She confronts. Gra- she confronts Grayson. He's like, "Can I ask you a question? Should I get back together with Dean Kane? I mean, they brought. <laughs> we find out in the next scene that they brought back the rental car guy. <laughs> Surely they can bring back yeah, like, Superman. Yeah, I- like. You really
1: ha- you have to be into pure fr- flicks if you really uh, have to understand like this this whole entire yeah, uh, saga here. They surely, bring in characters from the past.
0: Surely you can bring back Superman after you killed off Hercules. Yeah, duh. Wait, wait a second. They they killed off Hercules. Does that mean God is dead? Shit, maybe they, maybe they needed the sequel. <laughs> uh, uh, but, then, but then the next day, like we said, uh, Pastor Pastor Dave and all the other members of the church are talking are talking. Uh, we see the rental, gar- rental car guy guys come back for no reason at all. And we talk about the fact that, uh, oh, first of all, Fred Dalton Thompson, in his final film role, he plays the main pastor. He says that they, the government is asking, they subpoenaed them for all their sermons, transcripts, for the last three months. Okay yeah. He says three months, but the, the next, but the next scene later, they say 120 days, which is four months. So Which is four months. Which yeah. one is it?
1: Three and a half months.
0: <laughs> meet me halfway. Meet, meet me halfway. <laughs> just Meet me halfway. I need every, I need all like, all your sermons from the last ninety six days. Okay, but why but so? Spe- my thing. Why so specific?
1: But my thing is, what if like you just kind of free you free it up up there when you're giving your sermons and stuff like that? You don't have it like written down. You know what I mean? Well, you just but, have like well, little jo- little
0: notes. Well, no, because this is also a thing that, that this is also a thing that pastors are required to do. Because they, they make it out just like, oh, well, mm-hmm. they're trying to say what we can and can't preach. No, the reason they do this is because they want, the government wants to make sure that they're not using this platform to endorse any political candidates. Because if they do, the church loses their tax-exempt status. Oh, shit. Okay, that you makes didn't, sense. I, see, I didn't know that. You didn't know that because this movie decided to leave that little detail out.
1: Okay. Well, that makes sense then, yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, Jay, <laughs> Pastor David talked about how he's serving on a jury. So, mistrial. Yeah. And then he's and then he says, we're and then he says like, we're at war. And I'm just like, wait, war? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. This is almost as real as the war on Christmas. Which <laughs> which, by the way, the ACLU was defending the Christmas tree. Shh. uh they then cut back to Martin Yip, who again also in this movie because why? But hey, at least this time they're actually speaking the same language.
1: But we always but the thing is, we always have to have uh like a, a a student and a parent or something like that, where the parent doesn't disagree disagrees with the the beliefs of the of the kid, and it always leads leads to a mad parent that, that like, uses abuse to, like, oh, to no like the whole time, time watching, their...
0: the whole time they're watching you're just like oh shit are they gonna go full jazz singer and then they do it they go full jazz singer <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> it's like but hey Martin, but Martin it's okay just dance the night away like Aisha the Muslim chick from the last movie. Which, by the way, I really feel like yeah. her story should, should be followed up on. Like, is she homeless? Did she go back home? Yeah. Like, la- yeah, I mean, like, is she have a s-
1: better relationship with her parents now, or like, like la- last time
0: we have- saw her, she was jamming out to some newsboys, and now she's nowhere to be found in this movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who knows?
0: I mean, you could you could have spent more time on that. They gave Martin a musical number. Yeah, which yeah they they decided to do. Yeah, but, but anyways, uh, back to, they, uh, I'm sorry, Martin Yip has a scene with Brooke, and then we cut back to the lawyer, because that scene's not important, because, because, you know, he's, Tom's stressed, because he needs to find a way to get someone, he needs to find a way to get someone on the stand to say this. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell! <laughs> that's gonna win, <laughs> that's gonna win the case right there. There you go, good old Sam Jackson, baby. Yeah, so they then talk about it and they say, <laughs> I, I, "I wrote this down. But it's just like I, I didn't talk about Jesus, Jesus the religion. I talked about Jesus the man, like as as if he's really listen, Like any law saying you talk about any historical figure except Jesus is discriminatory. It's like it took you this long to figure that out. You can already talk about <laughs> Jesus in the classroom. You are a terrible lawyer." <laughs> hey. But yeah, uh, cutting back to Martin, Yip, and Brooke who are now having a heart-to-heart where it's just like sharing faith with a family can be can often be difficult. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, sharing your faith is hard. Imagine what would happen if your dad found out you were gay.
1: Oh man, that's...
0: Who knows? <laughs> oh, look, given, this, given this is a PureFlix film, thank God that's not, that's not what's happening.
1: Yeah, it's not, not an option that's on the table.
0: So yeah, the trial has completely shifted now. It's now a case to prove whether or not Jesus existed, because that's gonna solve everything. Yeah, they bring up a guy who was like, he's like an author of several Christian books, inclu- including the Case for Christ, available now on home video. <laughs> that's
1: another one that was on. Uh, that's on um, Netflix,
0: is I it, believe. Sure, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're there Just to prove. Yeah, they're there to prove the existence of Jesus. I don't know why Jesus being Jesus being real or not doesn't change the law. Like I said, doesn't change the law. Yeah,
1: that case for Christ was really good though. It was actually better than I thought.
0: I didn't that see that one. I didn't see it. But anyways, uh, Dave goes back. Dave goes back to the government to give away give away his sermons. But oh no, he's not doing it. It's mainly it's mainly he's like oh, it's, it's, it's a letter why I'm not turning him in. So you want to pay taxes then? And then, just like, you know, you know the phrase: the squeaky wheel gets the Uh oh, Gets gets the weast Gets the gets the grease. <laughs> the squeak the squeaky wheel gets the Diane Weast. Gets the Diane Weast. So Avon like, calling. But he's like the squeak. You know the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I in the happen in the phrase: the nail that sticks up gets hammered down. It's like, what sad world does someone have to live in to buy into this shit? Like, seriously, like, God. <laughs> This is this is painful. <laughs> uh, anyways, Amy Amy gives an interview uh the next scene Amy gives an interview from what looks like a corona bunker. Yeah. And is this the is this the part where oh well first of all, David David Dave's already completely start to give out. Cutting back to courts. He stands up. This is why his entire like thing about, thing about being on the jury was pointless because he gets up. I think like I'm, they never say what happened to him. I'm assuming God's attacked his organs because he's not a Pure Flix fan. But I'm assuming like his appendix burst <laughs> or something.
1: Something like that, yeah. He passes out, obviously, during one day of the trial. And they end up uh, using an alternate uh, juror. So he's done. So he's, he's, he's not even in in the case anymore. So that's what Chance and I were talking about with the whole, you really, this, this storyline didn't go anywhere. You could have taken it out. And it would, we went to the same place.
0: I also just love I also just love the look on Ray Wise's face where he's just like <laughs> delicious souls. The like, ACLU yeah. is not made up of a bunch of evil bastards like this. <laughs> like you 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 people should know. They, they wanna help, they don't want to hurt. They also bring in a guy who used to be a detective who used like forensic science to prove these to Jesus, which yeah, this is all great. You you're still not allowed to preach in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then right after that Brooke has to be <laughs> Brooke has to beg to be put on the stand, which is kinda which is kinda weird considering she was the main witness to the to the inciting incident that caused all of this.
1: They should roll the red carpet out
0: for her to testify. Yeah, so <laughs> they ask her it's like has she ever talked about about her faith aside from this? I'm like, Yes, once outside of class It's like ooh like oh first of all like they have like anything I should know about? No. It's like, Oh yeah, we talked about faith once outside of class. Oops. Oh well, it's still outside. Of, it's still yeah. outside of class. She wasn't preaching. She was just answering a question. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is this movie almost two hours? Uh, they could wrap this up a half hour ago. Yeah, I also, I also love the thing where just like, why did you tell me? It's like, you didn't ask. I think it was. I didn't think we'd I'm Like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, she really shouldn't share things with your lawyer. He's not so much be who yeah. should be privy to any, any information like this. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and then, yeah. So, uh it, yeah, so uh process, prosecutor Demonocles he really he really grills Brooke hard and the next thing, Tom's like we're going to lose this case. Worst lawyer ever. Yeah. Seriously, classroom mock court. Classroom mock courts are more dignity than this.
1: But Tom has a
0: plan. Tom no, no, he doesn't actually. Oh well, no, he does. We just don't know about Tom's it. Tom's a um, Tom's a man. Of, well, yeah.
1: Right now, we're not supposed to know, but
0: he he's a man with Tom, a plan. Tom, Tom, man with a plan. A shitty plan. We'll get to that in a second. But man with a plan. Yeah. And then with yeah, Brooks, not, Brooks not like, really. Yeah. Next scene, Brooks. Brooks like, hey, you know, uh, I'm sorry. He's just like, I need, I need to figure out how to tell. How to tell Grace I'm sorry. So she gets a choir goes up and goes to her house. It's like, wow. <laughs> Imagine what, the, imagine what the kids would do if they knew what real persecution was. Well, it's funny because they said that she can't
1: talk to her, so they're singing the, they're singing to show the support of her. So I thought that was kind of like a funny loophole, but yeah.
0: Yeah, anyways, Tom Tom arrives in a suit. Tom arrives in a suit the next day because, goddamn, is he going to get his I hope they burn in hell moment? Oh, yeah. He puts Grace on the stand and then just grills her mercilessly. I will, I will say this. These actors are trying. Like, they are no, really for sure, trying. they are. Despite the fact that the material sucks. They're st- they're still doing, they're still trying to do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> then he just, like, you know, he tries to do is like, what did, because it's tells a story about how she found God and how she believed, like, God talks to her. He's just like, what did God say to you? Just like, and he's like, who do you think that I am? Just like, eh, okay. I gave it three Samuel L's out of ten Jacksons. <laughs> And he's just like, I believe she's innocent. I want you to convict my client. I'm just like, huh?
1: Yeah, you're confused at this point. You're like, wait a minute. Is this the
0: opposite of what you want? Yeah, like, oh, reverse psychology. Because Pure Flick has an audience who would totally fall for this. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Someone, someone's always <laughs> going to get offended. Yeah, that's nice. You still can't preach in the classroom, which, <laughs> uh, which again, is not what she did. So why are we still here?
1: Seriously, just gave historical facts. That is all.
0: But man, they're gonna have some great anger sex tonight. <laughs> just kidding. No romance. No romance blossoms between these two.
1: Once they get married, of course.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's only one person left to call: the Faith Four at their concerts. <laughs> We're like the lead singer oh, of yeah. what the hell's the band? The, oh, the Newsboys. Lead singer the News Boys is, yeah. is just like I had my friend Amy on the phone. She's. I'm like, wait. You keep your phone on during your concerts, and you heard it ring. Is that on silent
1: or was that on vibrate? You wouldn't be able to hear that.
0: Yeah, so it's like she's on she's on trial. she's on trial, so let's let's pray for her. Okay. <laughs> Cutting the next day. Of course, she's found innocent, mostly because the movie couldn't afford an electric chair if she lost. And we're just like, <laughs> I had to do that because they had to make they had to make this had to make you look. Like, I-, I had to make you look innocent. We also found out that Grace made some friends on the jury. There's a really like, creepy moment where a girl walks out, and she's got a cross tattoo on the back of her neck. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. well, that's not culty in any way. Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah. But then like Brooke walks out and just like, God's not dead. But like, that's not at all. Again, that's not at all this case was about. But what if she lost? <laughs> Would God have been dead? Yeah. Would you all convert it to atheism? She'd been, she'd been like, would she even have walked out? <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway uh, Pat, Pat Boone does his "fuck you, Satan" dance. The newsboys sing the same song because they couldn't be bothered to write a new one, and that's where the movie ends. Now, like, not like we said, th- this movie didn't do nearly as well as the first. God's not dead, but still brought in a profit. I think you said what twenty-four million on a six million dollar budget. Twenty-four on a five million dollar budget. So, I mean, I it it made money. Yeah. Not to green light a sequel, which, yeah, they're basically obligated to make because this movie actually had a Marvel style post credit scene. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Pastor, Dave is arrest- or Pastor Dave is arrested for bringing, uh, for not turning his sermons in. And if you missed that in the movies, don't worry. They put it in the trailer for the next God's Not Dead film, which, yeah, <laughs> we're going to be, re- we're pretty much obligated to review next year. We're going to see this through to the end. Absolutely, and it's on Netflix. Probably won't be by the time that we review it next year. By next year, yeah. Yeah. So, final thoughts on God's Not Dead, too. You know what? Honestly, this is a lot better than the
1: first one. I know the first one really didn't have a whole lot going for it. You know what I mean? This one tries. I think kind of how you and I were saying. Um, Jesse Metcalf really does try. Um, come a long way from obviously John Tucker's not, John Tucker must die. And even Melissa Joan Hart did the best she could with the film. I mean, some of the stuff's a little bit far fetched, but overall the film's a, a middle of the road. It's okay. It's not, it's not as bad as the first one. Um, I do like some of the things that they kind of like bring up even with like the, um, with the guy talking about the, the, uh, the, pl- the police off the, uh, Oh, the inspector, or not the d- detective, or whatever, like that. I kind of liked a little bit of that kind of stuff to kind of show support for uh, uh, Grace's character in this film. But um, I mean, overall, I mean, it's 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 middle of the road type of you know film that you you would expect from Pure Flicks. Um, I do think it's a lot better than the first one. Um, that's just me because I just I feel like the yeah the story is a little bit far fetched with the whole you know like blowing this completely out of proportion, but. In a day and age where, like you know, there are so many wars on politics and religion, I feel like something like this would probably get blown out of proportion anyway and thrown out to like a like a, taken up to a court case. So it doesn't surprise me too much. But uh, yeah, I like this better than the first one. See, that's where you would uh, be
0: interested to see what you say. That's where you and I differ. I thought the first one was bad. I was angry watching this because, like, really, you know, le- legitimately, this one made me angry. Because all, okay. of, as much as the first one is man, and believe me, it is. This is blown. This yeah. is blown. This makes the first movie look like a civil disagreement.
1: I mean, I-, I can see, I can see it for sure. But to me, I just like, I, I don't know. I think Sorbo's acting in the first one really just is like kind of lame at best. And I don't know. I just I feel that this has I mean, a little
0: bit more legs to stand on as a, as a film
1: overall. I mean, I don't the, know. The
0: acting is better in this one, but man, the the case and the whole conflict is just so manufactured, and the, it, it just, oh, it yeah, just makes sure. it just makes me like it pisses me off watching this. Like like yeah, like this is this movie is textbook persecution complex. I feel like. Everyone yeah. is like, giving us a big pat on the back for for no reason. Like honestly, like watching this, I was I was pissed off because <laughs> all of this. is... I, I, I can nowhere. see it though. It's, enti- it's like the first of entire straw man argument. The difference is they try to you know broaden the horizon, and therefore blow us way out of proportion even more. So yeah, they leave out yeah. several things. <laughs> they make villainizing the other side to the point where like they're completely unrecognizable. I think is always a bad move. And yeah, like I really don't like the first one. I hated this one. I think this one is terrible. So to me, it's like the the thing I like
1: about it, I guess, is the fact that they. I feel like there's a little bit more of a story. I just, to me, I don't like the fact that it's just so mundane. And the reason why Grace is being, you know, held for, on trial just because of the fact that she mentioned Jesus when really she's just giving historical context. So it's like. To me, she's not preaching, so this shouldn't even be a matter no and on top of it, there's really n- there's no evidence saying that she did any of this stuff because it wasn't recorded there was no uh, indication or record of it. All, all we see is some kid text messaging on his phone, which I, I wonder to know what the hell he said because he said something can you, I think can that you really start Can you the,
0: believe this shit?
1: <laughs> yeah, can you believe I'm listening to Clarissa explain it all literally
0: yeah, and so yeah that was Clarissa explains nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, re- really, really bad. But and at least we get an entire year to get ready for God's Not Dead Three.
1: Listen, this could have been a lot worse,
0: uh, and I'm I'm, I'm kind of surprised.
1: Like our vote wasn't as great. This uh, well, this I mean, week's poll was kind of like, eh. It happens. It
0: happens with uh, you know, when we don't do polls for a while. and We come back, and then people it, like, what they're doing polls now? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's it's to be expected. But I'm sure we'll have a bigger turnout for our next one. But speaking of which, I roughly want to give our plugs before we head out.
1: Yeah, Facebook. You can find us there, uh, Notorious By Chance. We put up polls, which we obviously did for this film. We won't be next week because we're doing a special uh, episode there, a commentary track that we're going to do. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, You can find us on YouTube, Notorious By Chance, where we're going to talk about movies again eventually. But uh, I think we're going to touch on some movies that were released that we got a shot to see together that we didn't get to, to review. So you can check that out on YouTube.
0: And that's really about it. If you can find me on Twitter, and Instagram, underscore uh, 91, check out the showdown. We're at a halt right now, but uh, you know, still doing matches, still releasing matches. We have a bunch of Patreon matches. We just announced that are going to be super fun. I'm not in any, any, any of them, but there are a lot of ones that sound super cool. And uh, yeah, it's going to do it for us here. And uh, join us next week where, uh, well, we're not gonna tell you what we're doing, but uh, see the universal, you <laughs> know, it was before this movie. We're tackling yet another embarrassing, recent universal property. That is so monumentally it was just a just such a monumental pop cultural event that we ne- <sighs> we felt the need to just do some extra work on it. so yeah we're doing our first commentary for this one it's gonna be great and uh we're not gonna we're not gonna say what it is but uh let's let's just say uh angelical moon is on the rise, so that's gonna do it for us here and we will see you next time.